0: Welcome to the Deeper Dive Podcast. Each week we take a deeper look at the texts we covered in worship on Sunday, and we do that by discussing things like historical settings, literary contexts, the way others before us have read the text, and our reflective approach to reading that same text. This podcast is a part of Calvary's Daily Connection, so we hope you check that out through Calvary's app or by going to connectwithcalvary.org. Well, today on the podcast we're following up on Psalm 23 and just taking a deeper look at some of the... Uh, characters and concepts uh, in there for sure, and so let's jump. Uh, let's jump right into it.
1: I thought we'd take a little bit of a deeper look at shepherds um, and the role of shepherds. Uh, I think in our Western culture. Um Unless we happen to have some sheep on a farm or see them, uh, our our connections with shepherds and sheep, a sheep is pretty distant from what it was back then. I mean, uh, the, first, uh, the first mention of a shepherd was with Abel and uh, the flocks in Genesis, and that thread runs through Genesis and clear through into the book of Revelation. Um, Jesus speaks clearly of himself as the shepherd, the good shepherd. Uh, so I want to touch on what a good shepherd looks like. Uh, but that tradition carried itself through the scriptures, and it was interesting. It was not only um, from God's people that uh, shepherds were spoken of, but um, Homer spoke of, uh, of his chief leaders as shepherds of the peace. And somebody – I can't remember his name – from Egypt, uh, he called the leaders of, that he directed as shepherds of the people. And so it was not a term that was was necessarily exclusive to the faith, but certainly I think it's helpful for us to understand just a bit more uh, about uh, shepherding. In the Western culture, for instance, um, sheep herders they were never called shepherds i'm telling you my age which i know probably won't fly well in every corner but (laughs) i caught a piece of a john wayne movie the other day as i was flipping through channels uh and um john of course was on the scene saving some sheep herder that was about to get hung because he was a sheep herder Cattlemen hated sheep herders because the sheep would just literally come across the land and eat everything in sight mm-hmm. and down to the place that nothing would grow again mm-hmm. um, actually in the the middle East um, shepherding was was um, one of the, if you if you had large flocks, you were considered to be a wealthy person. Mm-hmm. If you had large flocks, Abraham Lot had our large flocks, and the Scripture reminds us they separated because there was not enough room for the mm-hmm. both of them together uh, to feed their flocks.
0: My dad would, um, take the sheep from, now that, that's a difference in the Western world too, is that we have, um, specific pastures and the, and the sheep are fenced in, um, whereas the shepherds we're talking about were, um, were in rough terrain and they were they were continuing to keep them moving and so um, you know we didn't have to sleep at the fence every night uh, Mm -hmm. to make sure that they stayed in but uh, they would they would eat it so low that dad had to wait I mean dad had to watch the pasture and if it got down too low he had to move them to a different pasture Mm -hmm. um, because they would and so you could only you were limited in how many sheep you could have I mean we supplemented with hay. But um, yeah, you got to you got to limit that.
1: Not only that, but in Western culture, we drive sheep. Yes. In Eastern culture, they lead sheep, and that's Mm -hmm. got to do with the terrain and the rocky ground. They'd literally walk ahead because sheep will walk off a cliff Mm -hmm. uh, if you're not leading them. But they will follow behind a shepherd. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so uh, when uh, we read in. In uh, Psalm 23, and we read in John and Luke and other places, um, that shepherding role was different than we would understand it here today.
0: Yeah, when I think about one of my favorite parts of that psalm is, um, he leads me beside the still waters, and you know there were waters in the Middle East that weren't still, Mm -hmm. that were dangerous, and if sheep were thirsty, they'd just go in there and they'd be they'd die. So. The shepherd makes sure that it's a a healthy, safe source for them to to drink from. And I think we, as obviously we as people, um, sometimes look for our nourishment um, um, in places that aren't safe. Yeah, Um, And then we –
1: Or it may be safe in the right context, but Uh if not – if we don't have any kind of restraint or guidance, it will – yeah. the other thing is is that particularly in their wilderness journey for the 40 years they were in that wilderness and there wasn't much to eat mm-hmm. and there wasn't much water and so for a shepherd to lead his sheep beside still waters um, was an experience that he could even find water mm-hmm. uh, to water his sheep um, the children of Israel uh, found that uh, difficulty about water once they left Egypt and began an immediate uh, Well, I'm getting into the sermon in a couple weeks, but found an immediate point of consternation with God Mm -hmm. because of water. So anyway, I I think that um, for us to recognize that uh, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want – the the good shepherd – and I wanted to touch a bit on that thought this morning was – or I guess it's afternoon now, but anyway, uh, to touch on that good shepherd for just a moment. I copied down a couple of things that, as I read through the scriptures, that struck me as a good shepherd. And one of those is that a good shepherd is sacrificial for his sheep. Jesus said, in Luke, um, the good shepherd lays down his life for his sheep.
0: Well, and when you think about the fact that the shepherds uh, usually weren't didn't own the sheep um, at that time, there were times when you know, if it was a, a small. Operation. They might have owned them, but they were watching those sheep for somebody else, and they were responsible for every one of those sheep. Mm-hmm. And so um, their livelihood depended on making sure that those sheep are okay. So laying down your life is, is a little extreme. I'm not sure they would do that. Jesus is the only one that did that. But, the, you know... Jesus well, shepherd Jesus'
1: reference in Luke 15, where mm-hmm. he talked about going for the lost sheep, right? That was a shepherd that was totally responsible for that sheep, right? Uh, I think Jesus nailed the Pharisees several times in right. ways speaking to their shepherding skills as the mm-hmm. fact that they didn't they ignored mm-hmm. the sheep; it was not their top priority. No. In fact, they just used their spiritual sheep in the worship uh, as as le- as spiritual leaders of the day, and they had no sense of sacrifice at all, but mm-hmm. rather a sense of taxation or a sense of what they could financially gain mm-hmm. as well. So, mm-hmm. so the Good Shepherd is one that sacrifices. Uh, the Good Shepherd is one that's willing to ignore his needs or her needs, and um, I think that um, certainly with uh, uh, Jesus, I mean... Here he is, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, uh, part of the Trinity, comes to earth and lives a a lowly sustenance life for the time that he's here on this earth. Um, And so he was not interested in his needs, but rather in the real needs of of other people. Uh, And indeed when he talks about giving his life for his sheep, uh, that's exactly what he did at the cross and at Calvary. I'm reminded of stories I've seen and pictures I've seen – stories I've heard pictures I've seen of shepherds. If they found a canyon of some sort that was closed in, they would lay down at the entrance to that canyon so that any wolf or predator had to cross them before they could get to the sheep. I also – uh remember uh, s- uh, pictures of them creating kind of a U-shaped uh, uh, pen, or pen mm-hmm. uh, out of whatever they could find, but the top layer would be thorns so that any predator would be um, – I mean, it'd be painful to get into that sheep mm-hmm. pen, and then they would lay down across that sheep pen mm-hmm. to protect those sheep mm-hmm. uh, with, again, that rod. Usually the rod was used for, for defense or beating off something or poking around or – um, and um, so anyway, that was just another thought here about giving, giving your life for the sheep. I think the other one, a good shepherd, is one who goes and looks for the lost sheep. I've never completely wrapped my head around that, um, but the longer I study about the, uh, the the shepherd of Old Testament and Early New Testament, the more I understand Jesus, Jesus, knows his sheep. In other words, he knows each one of us. Mm-hmm. He knows us by name mm-hmm. and he would go looking for each one of us. Mm-hmm. I think about this Shrek story I told Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. How could you how could you know in seventeen a herd of seventeen thousand that you had lost one? But the good shepherd actually walks upon or within and around and through the sheep and the herd uh, to the point that they know his name and will follow mm-hmm. his voice, and so the good shepherd is one that really spends time with the sheep. Um,
0: well think about a if you folks are are dog lovers or whatever when you know when the master says the dog's name, you know there's a reaction, and that's a dog. Um, sheep also do that um, and and they will. Um, that's the interesting thing about a lost sheep. Of course, they will also get distracted and you know, eat their way out of the flock. But mm-hmm. you know, they tend to kind of go together and just kind of follow each other. And mm-hmm. um, um, I, I remember the the sheep got out one day when I was at home, and nobody else was home. And um, I thought, what am I going to do? Because you know, one got out and the rest of them followed, and I I didn't know where they had gotten out. So I just kind of went to the the farthest sheep and got behind it and tried to kind of get them toward the pen and they had come in they had gotten out through this hole and they went back through the hole so i didn't have to open a gate they went back through the same hole they had found Mm -hmm. and uh so all i had to do is put something in front of that hole until dad got home so um you know that there's just a the more you you're right the more you understand about sheep and a shepherd the more we understand about uh the gift of Jesus for us um uh the lamb that laid down his life for us
1: i think one other dimension that i saw here uh and i was just reading in the word and came across where in matthew where jesus uh invites peter and that's after peter had denied him so peter maybe at that point wasn't by our human view, would not have been the most trustworthy one, but Jesus saw deep into his character. Jesus knew that he was going to be gone. Uh, well, actually, he, he was already gone when he reappeared to them, but he mm-hmm. knew that he was going to be gone in, in the sense of the ascension, ascension. and um, he made preparations out of his concern for his sheep, and three times he told Peter, feed my sheep or tend my sheep and take care of them when I'm gone. Um, And that's the work of a good shepherd, that Mm -hmm. uh, he makes preparation for that. Mm -hmm. That role of the shepherd in both Old and New Testament, um, at times, uh, uh, men of God were, were considered to be shepherds. Spiritual shepherds of the flock—that's what David's talking about here. I mean, David had quite an interesting life. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first thing was is that he was a shepherd himself, so he mm-hmm. really understood when he talked about the Lord is my shepherd, mm-hmm. I shall not want. He makes me to leads me to the side. He leads or he leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Mm-hmm. Um, makes and I think you down in green pastures. In green pastures, right?
0: Rather than uh, trying to. Uh, Eat on something that doesn't give any nourishment. That doesn't give any nourishment, mm-hmm. or something
1: that's really not there. Right. So right. David really understood that because if anybody that experienced the Lord's shepherding him or some of his decision making mm-hmm. during the time of his kingship, uh, David would have understood that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I just think that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I I come back. I said it's Sunday, but I'm I just I'm going to I'm just amazed, utterly amazed. And this Don't hear this as judgment, just hear this as observation. Folks who have not yet come to Christ, howbeit how, be it how over, ever old they are, those folks who have not set a foot inside of the church ever or in 20 years, uh, somehow have learned of this 23rd Psalm. Mm-hmm. Now, they can't identify it as the 23rd Psalm, but when you read it to them, they can identify the words. I just think that's amazing mm-hmm. that it has that kind of universal power and context to people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm grateful because it's yeah. a great tool in terms of ministry to people, caring for people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah, we can go a long way in, in terms of uh, looking at the Psalms and and all of Scriptures on shepherding, and probably will. Yeah, but not more today, I don't think. Anybody oh do you have something
1: Well I was just going to say I think God leaves shepherds today pastors are often referred to as shepherds mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um I think in the United Methodist Women's organization, uh, organization there's called shepherdesses they are. in they, that organization yes. and they're the ones that are uh, given the responsibility to keep track of where the members are if mm-hmm. they're okay if they need help Right Um but that sense of shepherding a flock and being responsible for people's lives—you mm-hmm. um, know—some days that's that's a bit scary to mm-hmm. think about. That mm-hmm. kind of responsibility is given to somebody, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and yet that's it's kind I'm of fun it. to watch how God works that it out too. it. Is it so.
0: is? That's fun.
1: Yeah. All right, folks. That's a that's a chapter of scripture. You know, I know. Scripture memory is probably long out of vogue and out of style, but if you it's were going to. I was talking to a sister uh, Sunday morning after one of the worship services, and she says, I pray that prayer every day, that the Lord be my shepherd, because I never know what I'm walking mm-hmm. into at the next mm-hmm. moment. That's true. And he's been faithful in the past, and I trust him to be faithful tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, that's cool. Well, if you have questions or
0: if you have some feedback, you can find us on Facebook or email or any of those ways that uh, you typically get a hold of people on the internet somehow. (laughs) Uh, We'll be there. And we'll be back uh, next week uh, with a deeper dive into uh, Ephesians, I Mm -hmm. believe the fourth Mm -hmm. chapter. Mm -hmm. And and we're going to talk about synergy. So uh, it's actually the third chapter, 3:14 uh, through 21. It so yeah. um, it's going to be fun. All right. So until then, grace and peace.